0: Today on the first 40 miles, who says you can't have type 1 fun and type 2 fun on a backpacking trip? Today's episode explores games on the trail and how to make memories without bringing Monopoly. And you'll learn five super fast, super fun games that you can play on your next wilderness backpacking adventure. Or you could even use them to break the ice at your next boring old board meeting. Then we'll review a love-it-or-hate-it nano game that for mere grams will earn its spot in your pack. All this, and that's about it, today on The First 40 Miles. Whether you're a longtime listener or you just discovered The First 40 Miles, we're so glad you're listening. Josh and I have had so much fun making The First 40 Miles for you every week, and we will be wrapping up production of the first 40 miles in December. And December's here already. So 214 is going to be our last episode. And that will be airing in mid December. I think December 18th is the official day. And it's also the four year anniversary of our first few episodes of the first 40 miles. So we're glad you're with us for these last few episodes, and feel free to go back and check out the first few episodes. There's a lot of great information packed into the last 211 episodes. In today's episode, I've actually been working on for months. Because we backpack so often with children, and I am their mother, I feel this kind of Maria von Trapp responsibility to have something ready at all times that will entertain and delight my children, and quite often that takes the form of games. Already the trail is a wonderful, fascinating, inspiring place, but sometimes you just need to interject a little type one fun Which is straight up fun while you're having it and you look back on it and you remember it as good times instead of type two fun, which sometimes hiking can be type two fun where it's really hard while you're doing it and you don't really want to do it again. It's not enjoyable sometimes, but you look back and you're like, oh yeah, I got to get out again. That was great. That was the best week of my life, the best weekend. It was. So memorable, and you just remember the good stuff. So we like to interject a lot of type one fun into our trips.
1: I'm the type of person who really believes that uh, nature can provide, and that when you're out on a backpacking trip, there's so much to interact with in nature. But even I must admit that there are times when you're just slogging along, and if you don't have something to divert your mind from the slog it can get really slow. It's like time just slows to a crawl. And so those are the times for me when it's fun to be able to divert myself mentally with some kind of a game. And like you said, because we have kids, it's almost a necessary thing in our toolkit when it comes to backpacking with kids, especially the, you know, the younger they are, the less patience they may have for a difficult section of trail. And it's just amazing how... A little diversion of a game can keep their mind off of the slow, kind of tortuous pace of whatever hiking they're doing.
0: And the good news is there are so many games that you can take with you on the trail. Some of them weigh nothing at all. So you don't have to figure out how to pack Monopoly or bring risk with you on the trail. There are tons of other really great options. We've mentioned in a recent episode the idea of nano games. These are games that are between 9 and 16 cards that weigh mere grams. A lot of people like to bring cards with them. So either a deck of playing cards or uno cards or pyramid cards, which we talked about in an episode when we reviewed the game pairs, P-A-I-R-S. There are dice games. You can play physical games, mind games, pencil and paper games. You could even do feats of strength with each other or balance games. And my personal favorite on the trail is conversation games. And on top of games kind of helping the time pass by more quickly, it's a great way to make memories. And a lot of times they can be the springboard for conversation and connection with each other, either on the trail or around the campfire. So for today's top five list, we wanted to share the top five super quick games to play on the trail. Sometimes you just need a quick game that will get everyone's mind off the discomfort, or the rain, or the long miles ahead. So here are five super fast game options. And I want to point out really quick that these work for all ages, kids or adults. The first super quick game is called fortune cookie. You can play this with two or more players and your goal is to build a fortune that you might find in a fortune cookie one word at a time
1: all right so let's play around we'll each say a word and we'll see where it goes all right okay i'll start you should take
0: precautions around tall light fixtures Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds ominous but if i got that in a fortune cookie
1: You better heed. (laughs) That's
0: funny. Now, in this game, there's no winner. There's no loser. I am a sucker for games like that. Yeah. I just love the fun of it, the creativity, the laughing, whatever. But if you wanted to, you could twist the rules and say that the person who says the last word loses.
1: Which could make for really long fortunes.
0: Okay, you could say the person who says the last word wins which would make for really short really fortunes. short fortunes.
1: Yeah, either way.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, that game's called Fortune Cookie, and it's a big fat waste of time, but it's fun.
1: <laughs> well, and it's bound to generate some fortunes that are better than what you get in Fortune Cookies.
0: <laughs> exactly. The second super quick game to play on the trail is a game we made up, I think, but it's a game we love playing with our boys. It's called Song Lyrics because you just say some song lyrics and everyone tries to guess what song you're talking about. This is another one of those no winner, no loser games, but you definitely could make it more competitive.
1: This has been a fun one with our sons because they have gotten into a real diverse range of music that spans decades. I guess they took after both of us in that sense. And so you can play this game and come up with a song from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And it's all kind of within the range of something that our boys have probably been interested in.
0: Yes. Yeah, so and one of them may say something like, hello, darkness.
1: My old friend.
0: Ah, the sound of silence. Yeah. <laughs> um. How about this one? Like a walk in the rain.
1: Like a walk in the rain. I'm drawing a blank.
0: It's a John Denver song.
1: Oh, you fill up my senses.
0: Like a night in the forest. Yep. What is that, Annie's song?
1: Oh, yeah. It's Annie's song.
0: Yeah. How about this one? Life is but a dream.
1: Isn't that the name of the song?
0: I actually thought of two songs that have this line in it.
1: Okay. Well, I'm thinking of one from like the 50s. Yeah. Life is but a
0: dream. Yeah, that one. Okay. And then there's another one that's a children's nursery rhyme type song. Oh,
1: right. Row, row, row your boat. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: So there you go. The song lyric game. The number three super quick game to play on the trail is called Rotten Penny. And this can be two or more players. You just get a pile of pebbles or you can use pine cones and each player goes around in a circle taking turns and you can take either one two or three pebbles and the person to take the very last pebble loses
1: so working your way backwards if there's only one pebble left to take then you take it and you're the loser if there's two left to take obviously you would just take one and that leaves one left and someone else loses if there's three left to take, you probably take two so that the next person is the loser. But if there's more than three left, yeah, take however many you want. But eventually it's going to narrow down to being three or two or just one left. And the trick is to influence the timing of that so that you're not the one that has to pick up that last bevel.
0: This game works equally well with jelly bellies or craisins, crackers.
1: Just eat what you take?
0: Exactly. The number four super quick game to play on the trail is sync. I actually can't remember if we've talked about this on an episode. It's one of our favorite games to play on the trail.
1: I'm not sure if we have. We've done 3-2-1 Contact, which is a somewhat similar game. You're trying to think of a word that someone else is thinking of, but I don't know if we've done sync.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So this is a two-player game, and you each say a word, any word, but you both say it at the exact same time. Usually after you say, you have to repeat it because you didn't hear what the other person said. (laughs) But what you're trying to do is figure out what these two words have in common. So then you get a second chance and you both say another word together. And you're trying to kind of converge upon the same word so that at the very end, you're both saying the exact same word. So, shall we try it?
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: Okay, one, two, three, mayonnaise. Josh said truck and I said mayonnaise. So, what is the common thread between those two words that we will both say at the same time?
1: That's a tough one. (laughs) You ready? Okay,
0: I'm ready. Okay, one, two, three, oil. Deliver. Oil and deliver, okay. 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 So now we have to think of the word that will bring those two words together. <laughs> you ready?
1: I guess.
0: Hey, okay. one, two, three, tanker. groceries.
1: Oh. <laughs> I said tanker,
0: Josh said groceries.
1: This is the way the game works. Sometimes you actually diverge a little before you reconverge. <laughs> so, tanker and groceries. Yeah, oh, Boy. and there
0: is a strategy to this game. Say you're just not in sync at all, and you're just going like this for minutes. One of you can throw out just a, a wild word to kind of just almost reset the game. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm not saying if I'm going to do that right <laughs> now, but okay. So we are at Tanker and Grocery.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Okay. You got one? I guess. Okay. One, two, three. Chicken. Gas station. (laughs) Okay. I threw out a wild word and Josh stuck with the plan.
1: (laughs) Uh, Chicken and gas station, there is not much in common between the two. Um, Really? We got to think of something. Hmm. Oh, you think there is?
0: Oh, yeah. And another rule is that you can re-say a word. That Makes it so you can actually converge on the same word, so you're not limiting yourself to words.
1: Okay, I've I've got one.
0: Okay, one, two, three. Fast fried food. chicken.
1: <gasps> Ooh, we're getting oh close now. Okay. This
0: is exciting. Okay, so Josh said fast food. I said fried chicken. Here we go. One, two, three, Kentucky Fried Chicken.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. See, I tried to repeat fast food.
0: Okay. But
1: uh, maybe I did that a little too early, and you did Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Okay.
0: So one of us has got to give a little. Who's it going to be?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And if we both give, then we could end up not being in sync.
0: (laughs) Switch. Okay. One, two, three, Kentucky Kentucky Fried Chicken.
1: chicken. (laughs) Hey, we did it.
0: (laughs) woo So that is SYNC, S-Y-N-C. The number five super quick game to play on the trail is called Walrus. This is also a two-person game, and it starts out with one person saying the word walrus. And then the next person says something that would attack that walrus.
1: So this is kind of the concept of uh, rock, paper, scissors, except that it's not just three things in a, in a constant loop. But, you know, that idea that paper covers rock, that scissors cut paper, that kind of thing, except this one is an endless string, potentially, right. of things that cover or win against or beat out, whatever was the previous word.
0: Right, and the whole idea is to one-up the other person. And the great thing about this game is, is that you can let your imagination run wild. And you can use anything that you can think of to counterattack the other person's attack. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Go for it. Okay. Walrus.
1: Heat wave.
0: So how am I going to attack a heat wave with Superman flying overhead with a huge slab of glacier?
1: Okay. Then kryptonite. (laughs)
0: That was a low blow. <laughs> well, it
1: was the obvious choice.
0: So I need to attack kryptonite, and that is with... Ah, oh, I'm going to cover it with dum-dum putty.
1: <laughs> nice. Which I'm going to attack with paint thinner.
0: Well, I'm going to attack your can of paint thinner with rust, and I'm going to hide all your screwdrivers so you can't open up your can of paint thinner.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, well, so there you go. We've made it so far from a walrus to screwdriver. Hiding all
0: your screwdrivers. Hiding
1: screwdrivers. Yeah. <gasps> and rust.
0: So you're always trying to attack the thing that the person used to attack you, if that makes sense. So the walrus is completely out of the game usually by... <laughs> the very beginning. But yeah, it's a fun game and can keep you going for quite a while, especially if you take a couple miles to think of a really good thing to attack the other person with. So those are some really quick game options to play on the trail. They're not half an hour games, they're 30 second games, and they're just meant to weave a little bit of type one fun into your type two day. For today's Summit Gear review, we have a game for you that has been very divisive in our family because some people love it and some people can't stand it. I love it. I think it is a really fun game. It's called Win, Lose, or Banana, and it's by Osmati Games. This is an ultralight game that only has three cards. One card is a win card, one card is a lose card, and one card is a banana card. This is a three-player game, so each player receives one card. If you have the win card, then you have to reveal that card to everyone. But the other two players must try to convince the person with the win card that they are the banana card. So only one of them is the banana card. The other one is the lose card. So the person with the win card starts asking questions like, who has the banana card? And it's important for the person with the win card to find the person with the banana card because they can only win if they correctly identify the person that has the banana card. And the reason this is such a fun game is because it's not about the banana. You're trying to convince the person with the wind card that you're trustworthy and so you go to extreme lengths to tell these elaborate stories and to put guilt trips on them and all these crazy tactics that you would never do in real life you don't go through life trying to lie to people but for some reason it's so much fun in a game so this is one of those games it's bluffing it's lying you're trying to trick the other person or convince them that you really are the banana and So in that case, I guess people who enjoy truth-telling in games (laughs) (laughs) will excel in this one. And this game can go on as long as you want it to go on or be as short as you want it to. The round ends when the person with the win card finally chooses who they think has the banana card. If they're correct, then yay. If they're wrong, then everyone loses.
1: You, you wouldn't consider that a win for the person with the lose card?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I mean, they successfully convinced someone.
0: I guess so. It would be a, the person who has the lose card would win if everyone lost. I don't know. <laughs> it, it is truly a ridiculous game. I love it. So for Mass, this game is mere grams. It's just three cards. For maintenance, if you want to keep the cards clean... Then you can get sleeve protectors for them or laminate them. For investment, this game is $1. And for trial, like I said, this game is very divisive in our family. I love it. Josh does not.
1: I hate it. Why?
0: (laughs) I try to get... Okay, we were on the Pacific Crest Trail for that week with Steve, and I played it with Steve and Isaac, and we had a great time, and we could not convince you at all to play with us. So what is it about the game that just does not appeal to you?
1: You only convinced me to play this game once. (laughs) And that was the first time, of course. (laughs) And when you described the game, I already hated it. (laughs) But I said, okay, I'll play. And I played once and I have never played the game again. Why? I guess I'm more of an efficiency guy. So I'm like, okay, the quickest way to get through this game is to deal out the cards. The person who has the win card says, I have the win card. And then the other two people both say, I have the banana card. And then the person who has the win card picks one of them and says, well, I think you're the one who actually has the banana card. And then we find out if they, went, if they won or if they lost. And the uh-huh. game, the round is over. Ta-da! And to me, all of the debate and discussion and convincing (laughs) and everything that goes on between Mm -hmm. the dealing of the cards and the selecting of who the person thinks has the banana card is just wasted time.
0: Ah, Okay. So this really is a personality thing for you. You can tell Josh and I have different personalities, (laughs) but I loved the game. It was quick. It was ridiculous. Really no brain needed which is exactly the kind of game you need at the end of the day. And I thought it was over before it got obnoxious. You know, some games you get into them and you're like, oh no, like phase 10. That one is an obnoxious game for me. And you can go on for hours and hours with it and just feel like not only was that not fun, but I just wasted two hours with this game. Even if you don't like the game... It's over in like thirty seconds, and so I love it that it's so fast and uh, lightweight. I think it's a really great game to bring on the trail. It could even be an icebreaker game if you're um, if you want to meet new people on the trail, ones that you never want to talk to again. <laughs> That's what, <I laughs> That's was what thinking. you were thinking. <laughs> no, I think it's a really easy game to explain, easy game to play, and one that you don't have to play fifty times in a row. You get your money's worth and a decent amount of fun out of it. I loved Win, Lose, or Banana. I think Steve had a fun time playing it. My kids can always get roped into playing it, and they're pretty, uh, pretty good about it. Uh, Josh is not so good about it. He does not <laughs> like Win, Lose, or Banana. But if it's a game that sounds interesting to you, we will have the link in the show notes today, and you can check out Win, Lose, or Banana and bring it on your next backpacking trip.
1: If I don't sabotage the show notes.
0: (gasps) You. (laughs) (laughs) For today's Backpack Hack of the Week, we have an ultra-light card table for you to bring on your next backpacking trip. Sometimes all you need is a flat surface for your playing cards, just something to keep the cards clean and from sliding around in the dirt. The dollar store has the perfect solution they have thin plastic cutting boards that are the perfect card table for backpacking so you just sit down in the dirt put this cutting board in between you and you can play hours and hours of skip bow uno whatever you want to play on this ultra light card table it is mere grams plus it's multi-use cheap and can easily fit in the back of your pack and we'll leave you today with a little trail wisdom from our good friend on the trail, Albert Einstein. He said, play is the highest form of research. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for fun backpacking books and merch, check out 1st 40 milescom slash shop. We'll see you next time on The First 40 Miles.
1: Next game is called Airplane.
0: Where you sit in silence while an airplane passes overhead. Every
1: time an airplane airplane passes overhead, you must be silent.
0: <laughs> airplane. <pain. You> said, <laughs> said airplane. I think that was a slip. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes.